Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to talk about some a little bit of Blackhawks news. The Stanley Cup Finals is going on. It's been great. And some NHL news. So to start it out, uh, Patrick Kane is out for four to six months, which is, uh, I guess this isn't really Blackhawks news anymore, but just wanted to bring it up now. Might as well. That... Um, Kane out of respect. Are, yeah, out of respect. We mentioned this prior that, you know, that Kane has been um, been hurt. We've noticed it, been noticeable. He didn't have a jump in his step that he has, and he's got to have uh, a pretty big surgery on his, on, his, on his hip. Actually, he already completed the surgery out four sneaky, to six huh? months. Pretty Not sneaky. sure. Yeah. I mean, he knew it, it needed to be done. So um, oh, yeah. curious where he knew. goes, man. You know, I'm curious. Like what's going to happen with them? Uh, I put my money on Buffalo, probably. Probably, uh, the Rangers said they wanted to try and work it out, but I don't see how. <laughs> I could see him going yeah. for you know like what five million, five point seven five million, maybe go to Buffalo. I, you know, you mentioned to me that you think the ship has sailed for the Blackhawks, which would be sad because I'd rather see him retire in a Hawks jersey. But you know that might not be in the cards. I think that it'd be worth it for him, man. To be honest with uh, you, I know yeah, Davidson's I know. trying to move on from this era, but uh, you know, getting him to come in, kind of mentor Bedard a little bit, you know, because he is. I mean, Keener is a superstar. And, uh, you know, kind of, I don't know, take him under his wing a little bit would be a good idea. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I don't understand the people that are saying, like, the ship has sailed, and then the dude just buys a house in Lake Forest. Yeah. Uh, the Hawks are, you know, we are below the cap basement. I think we're 20 million below the cap, the cap uh, so basement right now. That means we need to spend money to be able to play. Right. And the Hawks spend money. The worst guy since Rocky's taken over and, you know, Bills died, they've spent to the cap always. And right now it's, you know, it's not necessary with when you're rebuilding a team to be paying top guys big bucks and bringing free agents and stuff. But right. actually, if you really sit down and think about it, signing Kane to like a three year deal at like six, seven million, that'll help you get over the cap. Connor Bedard is going to be here for three seasons, making nine hundred fifty thousand. Kevin Korchinski, <laughs> nine hundred fifty thousand. Nolan Allen, nine hundred fifty thousand. And this is a guy that knows the city. He probably deserves a C. Yeah. And you could you can get over the cap basement, but you know then you hear reports Davidson wants to move on, like you said. I, I I don't know. I, I don't think I would be saying that if I were him, especially if you got to get you got to spend twenty million dollars. I think so he's you, forcing it. You know the the, yeah. the 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 getting the fan base to move on. I think that he's forcing it, and it's not happening in a natural way. If anything, Connor Bedard and Patrick Kane on the same team. Come on, man. That's so, like handing the torch off. Like, yeah, it's awesome. It'd it be is great. Great stories and great. You know, just hockey talk, and it, it's awesome. Um. I do think that if he heals up right and he's saying he wants to play, if the Hawks, if he, if it's not going to happen, yeah, I could see uh, Buffalo. I, I've always said Buffalo is the top destination if he wants to get paid. You know, in some term, I think Buffalo is probably the team that's closest to. You know, out of all the teams, probably want to make it a run for him. I think that Buffalo would probably be the most sense. Right. Play with Tage Thompson, Alex Tuck, all those guys, and it's his hometown. So, 
usually guys like to go home before they play, like all the guys do. And Mike Madonna went back to Detroit, and you know it's it's painful to see. But uh, that that would be my prediction if it's not with the Blackhawks. And in the Rangers talk, come on, man, they had to move heaven and earth just to get him on that team. I don't see it happening. Yeah, um, one rumor that I did hear was that the Hawks might be because they're so low below the cap basement, you know, 20 million below that they might be willing to take on a couple bad contracts. One of them would be Elvis Merz Lincoln's from Columbus. So they're talking about maybe there being a possible deal with Columbus because they're trying to get rid of this contract and the Hawks, they need to take on some money. I like him. I think he's a very good goalie. Um, I don't know why they would want to take on any like bad contracts unless they're like two seasons. If there's a guy with five years or something, that's just going to come back and bite you. Right. You know, but did, I don't know if you heard about the blockbuster trade proposal to send Mitch Marner to Chicago rumor. No, tell me and, about it. Uh, <laughs> so there is actually, I don't know the site, but there was a couple reports because, Obviously, the Austin Matthews reports died right away because people laughed, but this <laughs> week it was Mitch Marner, and Mitch Marner would be sent to the Blackhawks for two seasons with his, he's got two years left on his deal. Kevin Korczynski would go the other way, Nolan Allen would go the other way, <laughs> and uh, the Tampa first-round draft pick would go to t- uh, Toronto. <laughs> so, how about we just be patient for two seasons and then sign Mitch Marner without giving up two really solid future first pairing defensive guys? Yeah, <laughs> so, and, and and the uh, uh, and the pitch can be, the pitch can be, hey, uh, Connor Bedard's got you know two fifty goal seasons. Uh, do you want to want to come by? <laughs> yeah, you want to you want to pass this kid the puck because he's pretty much scoring on every shot he takes. So <laughs> this was obviously made by a Toronto guy, probably a Toronto media dude trying to fix his team's cap hell problem. Yeah. But right now, if that were to ever happen, like I said with Matthews, if you brought Matthews over right now with this young group coming up, like a new core coming up, that's like the the Jonathan Tavares trade. Right. You're just paying this guy all that money just because his name and you got the top dog at the free agency or whatever, the the big trade name. And now you're stuck. Now you're going to have to get rid of one of your core guys. And that's what's exactly happening in Toronto right now. Uh, so I don't like it one bit. It would be cool, you know, in NHL, whatever year we're in, 23, yeah. PlayStation mode. But no, <laughs> not real life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So um, moving on, the cup final, man, finally started. Florida versus the Golden Knights. I'm, I'm really been, I was really excited for this. I can't believe how much time they allowed them to take off, though. That's the problem that I had. Yeah, I think uh, Florida was off for like 19 days or something like that. And uh, usually the team that goes the longest gets penalized because, you know, their series went longer. And But they ended up giving them practically a week off. Um, everyone came in rested, it seemed like. And Vegas won the game 5-2. to two. It was a lot closer of a game than that though oh sure definitely yeah um matthew kachuk you know essentially went on his doing his thing at the end of the game getting kicked out what do (laughs) what do you think going into game two what kind of changes do you you think need to be made kachuk around and you find out yeah and that's what uh he wanted to send a message to the golden knights 
saying, hey, we're not going to get pushed around. You guys got this game. We're moving on. Uh, don't even think about getting comfortable because we're going to make your life a living hell. I think that's what Kachuk did, and honestly, I love it. I love yeah. that. You know you're going to lose. Stir it up a little bit. Get in their heads, and that's exactly what he did, and he's a leader, man. He's a leader for this team, but I do think their real leader, their captain-wearing guy, I think Barkov really needs to elevate his game, dude. Oh, yeah. He needs to get going like at Kachuk level because this guy is very underrated throughout for the last five years he's one of the most underrated guys in the league but he's gotta he's gotta show people why now because the you know everybody's watching him the hockey world is watching he needs to like take over a game yeah I agree I don't know if he's just a quiet leader or or something like that but it just seems that um I don't say he needs to go out there and mix it up, but he needs yeah. to start doing something, you know? Well, dude, he lost a sidekick, and I think that was tough for him. Okay. But with Jonathan Huberto. Yeah. And those guys were tight. They were like Kane and Taves, you know? Yeah. That, that was, those were the two guys for many years. And I think it, it kind of hurt him a little bit, but, you know, obviously the trade worked out for him. <laughs> they sent right. Kachuk his way. And you're in the Stanley Cup final, and it's the first time you're, franchise has been in the final since what like what was that 97 or 95 or whatever yeah it's Colorado. been, it's been a, it's long, a time. long time and you got a chance to win right that's how good it i mean it's not like you know when van Beesbrook was the goalie facing wow everybody <laughs> knew you guys you no chance in hell right but you guys have a chance so you know and bobrowski's playing good too and you know we, i've been tough on him for a while like hey 10 million dollars for what sitting on the bench Right, you know, getting passed up by these young kids, but he's been playing really well. Even in the loss, he was a big, big factor in that game. So, game two, I I got a prediction. I think Florida's going to come out pissed off, and they're going to win like a tight, maybe four three game. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I've I've got them winning the next game too. I would like to see them win. Um, I don't think that this is going to be a you know like a four game um a four game blowout. I think it might go six or seven games, but um. You know, we could also attribute to some rust. You know, they've been out for, you know, they've been, sure. no, they've been practicing, flat. but they've flat. been yeah. a lot of time <laughs> off, you know, and the, and the playoffs are, you know, they're rough. They hit a lot of posts. So uh, it's not like they're not getting pucks on net. They are. And uh, I think that they're a strong team. So I expect to win uh, probably another five goal affair, maybe a, a three to two win yeah. Florida. But uh, there's going to be some scoring, and I, I like that, man. You know, when you've got a Stanley Cup final game and it's like two to one, it's like okay, it's. it's I, I like a little bit more scoring in my games. Sure. I, I guess. Well, I, I should you know say. what's cool about the series? The winner of the series is going to win the first ever Stanley Cup for their franchise. Yeah, that's that, pretty cool because it's usually cool. you got a team. Hey, they won their. This is their seventh. This is their tenth. Or Montreal. This is their seven thousandth. You know. Right. Right. So either way, I think it's it's good for the game. You get a new Stanley Cup champion. Um, you know what, man? We don't talk about uh, Bruce Cassidy enough. The head coach of Vegas. Right. I mean, what a steal of a freaking signing. Yeah. And I think it's worked out great. Obviously. And I think Boston might be shaking their head a little bit because this guy, he's, I know he hasn't won the cup, but he's been to the final two years now. He's won, okay. won, won with Boston. He lost to St. Louis. Now this year, he, he is just a good coach. I was really hoping the Hawks would, you know, make a run at this guy. But, you know, clearly he's a coach that is a kind of like a, a guy sent in to 
fix a problem. Sure. You got all the pieces already and you just got to piece it together right. He's that kind of coach. I don't right. he might not be a good rebuild guy, but I'm nothing against Richardson. I love him. I think the Hawks made a great pick with him. Yeah, me but too. Cassidy, man, he I'm I'm a huge fan of this coach, man. Absolutely great coach. Well deserving of a Jack Adams for sure. In all in all honesty, man, it's like you kind of need like a torts to come in and and build a team for like three years and then bring in a Bruce Cassidy to kind of get them over the top. Well, yeah, if if torts can't get it done, it's like, okay, we're giving you the pieces and you're still losing. And then we'll bring in a guy like, you know, Cassidy or even Pete DeBoer. I'm not a fan of him, but yeah. he he for some reason teams win with him. I I mean he he just can't get it done either. Yeah, I can't go all the way. No, no. Like yeah, even a coach Q, this guy clearly knows how to win and he he gets dropped in a good situation too. Don't forget this Florida team has a lot to do with coach Q cuz yeah. him and, and him Dale and, uh, him and Dale absolutely, you know, had a say in this team because they they brought in guys, they signed guys, drafted guys and for sure, those two guys had a part in this in this run. For sure, do you? I'm I'm curious. You know, kind of getting off topic a little bit. Do you think that Brenda Moore? When is he going to be on the hot seat in Carolina? Because there comes to a point where you have to say this isn't working. This is the same result that we get all the time. We have the same players doing the same thing. You know, at what yeah. point do they mix it up, say, like Florida did? So I think with, I think Brandon Moore bought himself some time making it to the East Finals. Sure. Because that's something they haven't done in a while. And, you know, like we, they're the second round busters, we've been calling them. But um, I think if, it, I don't think it's the coaching. I think the, he's a great coach. They play for him. They absolutely rally around him and they play for him. They love playing for him. I think they need to move on from their goalies because they're mm. signing these guys that, you know, Anderson's a great goalie. He is, but he is hurt at the wrong times. Anti Ranta, another good goalie, cheaper too, still plays great, gets hurt in a game five, you know, like a, a, a very important game. Yeah. And I don't think they have a true number one. I, I don't think Brenda Morse had a true number one goalie. That's why I always say That's on Twitter, healthy. you need to go out and trade for Connor Hellebuck. He does not want to be in Winnipeg for a rebuild or starting over or whatever the hell they're doing. This guy is a win-now goalie. He's been a Vesna finalist a lot. I think he's won a couple Vesnas. And he's playing on a very boring team that no one cares but Winnipeg fans. Bring this guy in and you will you'll have a very scary team. That's, that's just my Watch there like he gets hurt in like the first round or something. I, I, the one Hawks game I went to last year, it was versus the Jets. Connor Hellebuck was a stud, man. Just, it was, it was actually awesome watching this guy. Super athletic goalie. Just solid, man. He's calm, solid, and that's something the Hurricanes need. I don't think it's coaching. They could score. You know, they, they just got beat by a better Florida team. They got swept, but like it was a close game like sweep you know what i mean it was like a 2-1 game 3-2 game one nothing game they weren't getting blown out they were just missing that save i think right you know that big save and that that's what i would do if i'm i, I forget the name of the gm but i know he he's been around for a while but i would definitely make a run for Connor hellebuck and get rod a true number one goalie okay 
Yeah, just curious what you thought about that. But before we go any further, I got to let everybody know we got a message from our sponsor at DraftKings. Odds on the next game are a plus 120 for Florida and a minus 140 for Vegas. I personally, I think that Florida is going to come out with a uh, with with a blood in their eyes in a way. They're going to be blood hungry. So uh, you want to light the lamp for the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can have a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. So what you need is to download this DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinem.a.org. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible game gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. Now, when you're using those bonus bets, they use, sometimes they have new ones every day. Be sure to use those up because uh, they can bring you back some big winnings. Now back to the podcast. The New Jersey Devils, the Philadelphia Flyers, the New York Rangers, and New York Islanders will participate in the 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey on February 17th through 18th. Man, that was a mouthful, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You know, these East Coast teams, man, you know, it's it's kind of like they're all kind of cramped together in a way, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure about why. Uh, Philly, really? That's what you want? Marketing the game? Right. Okay. I mean, I know everybody hates the Blackhawks right now, but wouldn't you rather watch a kid like Bedard on the big screen? Or Fantilli? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about uh, Philly, but... I would like, I think it would be better if the Rangers were playing the Devils. Yeah. I understand the battle in the New York thing, but the Islanders are, you know, the Nashville Predators of the East. And no, thank you. I, I don't want to watch paint try. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would like to see, you know, some of these matchups, maybe even New York and Florida, you know, if we, if we have to do East Coast, yeah. you know. Get a revenge game, like freaking... Boston versus the Panthers at like Fenway Park, you know, something right. nasty like Kachuk. Get Kachuk in there. We need more Kachuk. Right, right, man. So Bedard is projected at number one pick, obviously in the 2023 NHL Draft. He won three CHL awards. The center is the first to be named top prospect, top scorer, and player of the year in the same season. Um, oh God, yes, hell yes. <laughs> now I think a lot of the spotlight is on this kid, but. Do you think that there are other guys that can come out of this draft and and become stars? I know Fantilli. I think that he can be. He seems to be. I think if it was in any other draft year, he'd be the number one draft pick. Oh, sure, for sure. Yeah, we just came across a just generational guy. Got very lucky. Um, you know, there, there's going to be guys that are like a Mo Sider in the draft. You know, they're going to surprise you. Yeah. Uh, just you just don't have any idea. Who, unless, you know, they have a good camp and they just kind of make the jump right away. But right. I think I think Fantilli and Bedard are going to be the only NHL-ready guys. Okay. Not sure. I think the Ducks have the second-round pick, right? Yeah, they do. 
Yeah, you know what, man? At this point, why not? Take a chance. Have them play one with Zegris and uh, the superstar Troy Terry. I think they're going to be a scary line. (laughs) (laughs) I do like Fantilli, though. You know, he had a great season. Uh, You think he won the Hobie Baker College Player of the Year. And uh, or NCAA college guy. Um, I think as a guy like Zegers, though, you know, who could get you the puck, he's obviously an assist man. Fantilli right. is a shooter. I think that works out great for the Ducks. So, yeah. you know what? I, I don't, not a fan of Zegers, but I think Fantilli will help his numbers. And I think uh, Zegers is not, will help Fantilli's numbers for sure. Mm. They'll complement each other very nice, I think. Well, cool, man. Are there any um are there are there any storylines in hockey right now because we're you know we're heading for the final I mean we're in the finals in about a week the week is going to be over yeah is is like what is like the next big thing as soon as the Stanley Cup finals uh, well are we over? got the draft obviously we know who's picking first it's us so right. we know Bedard is going to be a Blackhawk and it's going to be awesome but uh, you know it, usually it it gets slow around this time you you see all the the hockey writers and. You know, like the Jay Cons and the Boomers right. start going to their cottage and enjoying their time before <laughs> the free agency f- frenzy. You know, July first, like where, who's going where, and you know, who do you think the top free agent is this year? Is it Patrick Kane with a bad hip? Because like um, usually you hear like this guy's headed to free agency, he's not resigning. You know, and they make a big thing about it, but it, you know, you haven't really heard anything. Well. I would probably say that Ryan O'Reilly is up there. Okay, yeah, Ryan O'Reilly and uh, Tarasenko, right? I guess those would be one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think Tarasenko can land up? Man, you know, if I were the Rangers, that's the guy I would want to... That's the guy I'm working hard to keep. Right. Because I think he likes playing with the bread man, and, you know, he's a pure shooter, sniper. Right. You know, they're hard to come across. A lot, a lot of guys like to pass first now. They get more assists, and he's more of a goal guy. Um, Honestly, dude, I could see Ryan O'Reilly going back to St. Louis, maybe? Or, you know, like a team that was desperate for a center was actually Colorado. I don't know mm. if that ship sailed, because I think Sackick is the one that moved him, I want to say. Right. So it, it'd be kind of weird. But I don't know, man. I think Ryan O'Reilly, he's, you could be right. He could be the top dog. I, I think Patrice Bergeron, obviously, is a free agent, but he's not going anywhere but Boston. You know, I, I, I just, I don't know. It's, 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 a tough, it's a tough call on that one. Okay. Toronto, it would be good, but I, they, they're not going to keep anybody. They can't afford anybody. Because I think they even got Jake McCabe for another year or two, don't they? Yeah, I believe they do. And then Lafferty for another year. So that's that's the that's going to be the story, man. I think this this summer the Maple Leafs, which guy from the uh, the core is going to go? Okay. And personally, I think it should be Tavares, but I don't think anyone's going to touch that. Whatever yeah. it is, thirteen, twelve point nine million dollar cap hit. Yeah, I don't think so. So either. you watch, it's going to be Nylander or Mitch. That's that's my prediction, and I think Mitch should be the guy that should. You know, as soon as someone calls me about Mitch Marner, I'm hanging up the phone and be like, yeah, right. This guy's untouchable. But fortunately, I think the they're going to keep Matthews just because he's a, he's a 60-goal guy. You know, the, like Jay Khan said, the, the goal scoring is more sexy, you know, than the it guy is. getting all the assists. And it's always been that way. And it's probably always going to be that way. 
Right. Well, cool, everybody. That's all that we got for you t- for this podcast. It's kind of starting winding down a little bit. We'll catch you on the next one. And be sure to hit subscribe if you haven't hit subscribe yet. Do us a favor and uh, follow us on Twitter at Chicago Tomahawk. And, you know, we'll talk some hockey because we love talking to people on Twitter. So get back to us and we'll see you on the next one. This is a Tomahawk and we're out of here.